Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, a podcast focused on holistic health, nutrition, biohacking, and more. I'm your host, Brittany Ford, registered holistic nutritionist and self-proclaimed biohacker. During the last 10 years, I've focused on healing my gut and hormonal issues through lifestyle changes, nutrition, and of course, biohacks. And now I teach others to do the same. I'm so excited you're joining me today. So let's dive right in. Well, welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited to have you here joining me. Um, And today is a really cool episode. I have Matt Chandler with me, who is the founder and CEO of Alchemist, which is a hemp oil brand uh, and business. And this is really cool because this is a topic um, in terms of like CBD and THC and hemp in general that... I have not explored on this podcast yet. And to be honest, like I actually don't know too, too much about it. It's a very new thing to me. Um, I've tried different CBD oils and haven't really had too much success with them. Um, It's kind of like one of those biohacks that a company will send me some and I'll use it for a little bit and then forget about it because I don't really get any real benefit or don't really see any, any benefit. So um, I'm really excited to just like dive into actually how it works and the research behind it and if we should all be taking it and, and kind of the benefits and the results and everything like that. So Matt Chandler, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Brittany. I really appreciate it. Excited to be on here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you joining us. So first and foremost, like why did you start a CBD company? Like what was the vision behind it and like really what yeah, what what's the story? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so um, my journey into, I'd say, hemp and cannabis started when I was age 26, um, which was about eight years ago. And so I um, basically at the time was in real estate. I had two small kids. Um, like a lot of people, I was just fell in the trap of working 80 to 100 hours a week. I was constantly stressed out Mm -hmm. and I just found it really, really hard to shut off at night um, from work and things and and connect with my kids. And so um, my ex-partner at the time had had sleep problems and she was looking marijuana to work for her in the past. And so she was interested in it. And so I was like, all right, let's go ahead and give this a try. (laughs) So we gave it a try and uh, she um, basically helped her sleep dramatically. And and she was dealing with some autoimmune and some different things at that time um, and had poor sleep. Uh, and for me, I noticed like, I just was able to kind of be in the moment and shut my mind off a little bit. And so that's kind of my first, uh, I would say venture into cannabis and it kind of uh, snowballed into hemp about a year later, just because it made such a profound impact in my life. I was very interested in it and started researching about, you know, the effects of cannabis and what it's doing inside the body. Um, and one thing that really struck me, um, that I feel like a huge benefit that cannabis isn't talked about a lot. And when I say cannabis, I'm I'm talking about hemp, marijuana, those are all uh, part of the cannabis plant. And we can kind of go on that later about, you know, the differences there. But um, I I just, I I knew from the research and stuff that I had seen, as well as from my own experience that I was starting to make changes in my life um, for the better. Um, I started, you know, just, I would say it helped me uh, put a clear lens on for me to look at some different situations and lifestyle habits I had in my life. And I could pinpoint from when I started using cannabis, it wasn't like right away, but I would say probably like three to six months later, I started really, really digging into eating healthier and got into 
you know, eating whole foods and different things like that. I also kind of noticed and, and did an analysis and realized, man, I'm spending 90 to 95% of my time indoors in front of a desk and <laughs> really not enjoying life or going out there and, and having fun. And so I, I, I basically switched that up and incorporate a lot more fun in my life and um, got outside a lot more. And I just started seeing these uh, incremental, um, I would say, improvements in my life. And, and I, I relate that back to cannabis. And, you know, now looking back at it, I look at, you know, looking at the science, it, it, it has a large effect on the nervous system in people's body. And it kind of lets them, um, what I've seen, and this is just, you know, my experience, uh, kind of take a, a, a breath or a pause because I feel like so many of us are in, in fight or flight <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of uh, chronically. And it kind of helps you set that reset button to where you're like, can take a breath and, and breathe and be like, okay, this is what's going on in my life. And, you know, which directions do I want to keep going and pushing on or which ones do I need to let go? And they're not serving me as well. Um, and it was really able to help me do that. And I think kind of also help open people's minds, um, you know, just uh, the other parts of their life, right? That their lifestyle and their habits. So that was really the passion. So like I said, I got into hemp about a year later um, and moved up here to Colorado. I was involved in almost every part of the process of making the plant. So I've gained a lot of knowledge over the last five or six years um, and got to see it do amazing things and got to see what's working for people and what's not working for people and who, you know, cannabis is uh, better for and what types. And so I got a lot of real life experience and seen a lot of, um, you know, changing people's lives. And so it's exciting to be a part of it. Um, yeah. And this industry has been a wild ride. <laughs> it's been a crazy industry, but um, it's been very good to me and I'm just happy to uh, uh, be here and to offer some amazing products um, for people to be able to try it as well. And one thing about our company now, I think that's changed because I've, like I said, I've been about five or six years. Uh, I was a part of a brand and we, we ended up selling about three or four years ago. And the reason I started this new brand is because I've seen over my years um, just how much the uh, difference it makes um, in the quality of the CBD products and not just saying quality of the CBD itself, but it's really about using the entire plant, right? And like look, taking an holistic view of the plant because um, there's so many amazing, great compounds that are beneficial for our health in that plant. Um, not just CBD, um, not just THC, but other minor cannabinoids, um, other terpenes, which are basically... Uh, found in all plants, um, and, and help a lot with, uh, the synergy of the plant working inside our bodies, um, along with all the other various compounds that the plant has that are amazing. And so I really wanted to put the focus on helping educate and providing products that are very well rounded in the holistic part of the plant. So one thing we're doing is really trying to keep them very raw and, um, very, 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 very clean and farming is huge for us as well. So, um, that's a little long answer, but <laughs> I hope that, hope that helps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely does. Um, so for cannabinoids, oh my gosh, I can never say this word, cannabinoids. Um, uh, okay. And the, uh, yeah, and how they work in the body. Um, mm -hmm. I was reading on your website, and now we're seeing like that there's so many more than just CBD. There's CBN, mm -hmm. CBC, and CBG. So can you like explain the differences between this and like how this impacts the body? Sure. Um, so cannabinoids in general are very, very similar. Um, they're molecular structures, so they have very similar makeups, right? There's usually just something very small or tiny that changes it from like, let's say CBD to CBN or uh, CBD to THC. So they're, they're very closely um, related. And in general, 
um, cannabis, and this is what I love about this plant, right? Um, has produces these things called cannabinoids, which we know as CBD or THC. Well, our body has an endocannabinoid system. Um, it was mainly found light like 1992, 1993 researchers started discovering it. It really wasn't taught in med school, but it's, that's changing and it actually is now. And what they're finding is that this endocannabinoid system that we have inside our bodies is like a super regulator of our immune system and our nervous system. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. it plays huge roles um, in, as far as bringing homeostasis and, and balance back to our body. And I, I look at it as a holistic approach is, you know, when we have a, something imbalanced in our body, like our nervous system's not working right, maybe we're in flight or flight too long and haven't, you know, calmed down and got to integrate it, um, you know, and it's causing stress and inflammation and different things. You know, I, I look at it like, you know, if we can get the system back to normal and balanced and it can heal itself, right? <laughs> our bodies are mm -hmm. innately tuned and can heal themselves. And so um, with the endocannabinoid system, I like to point out, we all produce our own cannabinoids internally. Um, there, there's two of them, actually. One is called 2-AG and one's anandamide. And um, those fill the different receptor sites in our body on, on our endocannabinoid system. And I want to tell you, too, it's cool. This The receptor sites are found all over our body. So it's crazy. They're like basically all through our nervous system, through our brain, all through our different organs. Um, and they're on each every single one of our immune cells as well. So they're very important. Um, and I find that really um, kind of just, just fascinating that, you know, we have these receptor sites that not only go from our nervous system, but also to our organs. So it's like a big communicator that ties together our nervous and our immune system, basically. Right. So that's why it's so important. And like I said, we, we produce these internal cannabinoids. Um, but a lot of time, like if anything, with diet, stress um, and exercise, if they're not done properly and you're not able to handle stress right, um, you start, you stop producing enough cannabinoids internally. And really the older you get is when we can talk about that later is the best population that CBD and, and cannabis seems to work for and has a lower risk. Um, but that's just because our systems are not producing as much internal cannabinoids. So when we supplement with a plant that actually has these cannabinoids, the only plant really that are, I say that are is concentrated with these cannabinoids that bind and work perfectly within our body. I think that's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's like it's a perfect fit. And mm -hmm. it's not like a cure-all. And I tell people that, right? Um, it's not a cure-all at all. It's it's something that you can give your body amazing tools for the system that's already built inside your body that when it has the uh, proper ingredients and the tools to be able to heal, it will start to begin to heal itself, right? And I think you you kind of probably follow along those same lines with holistic health and what you're preaching as well as, you know, taking care of your lifestyle and um, lowering your stress and all that kind of stuff is, is huge, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I actually saw on your website that you have a image of the human body and where all the receptors are. Um, mm -hmm. and I thought that was so interesting because you kind of take CBD oil or use cannabis in different ways and you can have a body high and you can have a more of a mind high or you can chill out and like these different kind of responses to it um mm -hmm. but when you see it kind of like actually how it re is received on the body that's like very very interesting um and i noticed there's actually a few receptors on um in the reproductive organs for like women and men um mm -hmm. something that i talk about a lot for myself is and with my clients is like hormonal health especially for women so mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you have seen this in research or have any experience, but 
are there receptor sites on reproductive parts for women? And if there are, like, what, what does that really mean for us? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think the fact, and this is, you know, from, from my experience and knowledge, um, they're, they're there because they're a central part of balancing that system. Right. Mm -hmm. And because they're connected in the reproductive organs, but as well as your nervous system and your spine and your brain and stuff, um, it's kind of shoots the signals right back and forth, um, to kind of like, is this, you know, area healthy? And if it's not, you know, I think our bodies are naturally designed when something's not going right to give us a response <laughs> lovingly. And that's, it might for us become in the form of like a symptom of no sleep or anxiety or whatever. Right. Mm. Um, but it's really like, it's saying, Hey, something's out of balance right here. We need to address it. Right. And so I, I feel that the reason those receptors are there, um, is that when they're being fulfilled and they're in balance and harmony, it's sending signals to the brain that we're good in that area. Right. Um, where if there is an issue, it's kind of, you know, sending a different signals to the brain, right. Or it might produce symptoms to kind of alert us to, we need to look at something or maybe solve the problem. Um, so I will say that I don't think there is the research right now with cannabis and hemp. And that's one of the main issues is because of the legalities, there's been very little research. And so Mm. I'm not one of those people that are like, Hey, look at these, uh, research and now it does all this it's when you really look at the research, it's very, um, early on, right. They're not, Mm -hmm. they don't know a lot of things (laughs) in this plant. They just know that people are getting amazing results. And now with the legality starting to loosen up and hopefully being federal legal in the U S we're going to be open up to a lot more research that we're going to be able to do to be able to answer some of these questions, like specifically, how does it have to uh, do with, um, reproductive health, right. In men and women. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Mm -hmm. I I think there's a lot of questions that I'm I'm not going to stand up here and say, um, one way or the other, because I, there's not enough, honestly, research and science out there to back that up. I can mm-hmm. just say they're all over the body and that they're heavily tied to that immune and nervous system. And they're basically like the bridge between, I would say, your brain and your body and your organs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you have these receptor sites all over. Um, and so they kind of send signals and stuff back and forth. And I think, like I said, overall, our bodies are, are genius and crazily uh detailed and amazing. And so, you know, we have this innate ability, uh, ability to heal ourselves, right? It's really giving ourselves that proper environment um, to be able to do so. And so I'm I'm hopeful in the next year or two that I'll be able to answer those questions a lot more um, with some research, but I I don't feel like right now there's enough good ones on the reproductive health, um, Mm -hmm. just personally. I want to pause this episode briefly to talk to you about emphies. So if you've been following me for a while now, you know that this is something that I have really been pouring myself into um, to develop for you. Emphies are healthier underwear for women, made by women. Um, They protect against EMF, radiation, and bacteria. And they do that through the type of fabric that I'm using. I've started going to um, sewing classes and pattern making private lessons in order to make sure that these are very modern, comfy, and cute, and not granny panties, unlike the couple of um, options on the market right now. So this is super important. The The underwear protects the female reproductive parts, specifically the ovaries, um, from all of the radiation that's around us. So in our car, 
from Bluetooth, from our phone, from computers, from Wi-Fi, all sorts of things. Um, and this matters, right? Like we're learning more and more about how our environment impacts our health. And EMF is tough and radiation is tough because we actually can't see it. So it's kind of one of those things that we just don't necessarily think about because we can't like visually see it on a day-to-day basis, but that does not mean it's not impacting our health. And the science backs us up now. There are countless, countless studies on this, um, on how EMF can impact fertility, ovulation, pregnancy, um, also like cancer and mitochondrial health. The ovaries are actually the most dense um, organ in the body that has mitochondria in it. They have 100,000 mitochondria per cell in the, in the ovaries, like per cell. That is insane. And so we really want to make sure that those little mitochondria are doing their best, are functioning at their best. And we want to block any EMF, any radiation from um, impacting how they function because I want women to have healthy cycles and healthy hormones and uh, healthy pregnancy and fertility and not have further, much more serious complications in the future. So this underwear helps you get there like one step closer. Um, and so that's that's exactly why I developed it. And so pre-orders are coming this summer. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it has been a lot of fun um, in the months that I have been developing them. So if you're interested in, in getting on the waitlist, the waitlist can be found at biohackingbrightening.com/emfies. That's E M F I E S. Super easy. Or you can just go to the link in my Instagram bio. Um, you can just sign up right through there as well. So definitely get on that wait list. It's growing pretty quickly. Um, and everyone on the wait list will have access, early access to pre-orders, um, which is super important because it's going to be quite a limited quantity to start, I think. So get on the wait list. Um, and yeah, if you have any further feedback, I'm always open to hear what you think and what you're looking for, even product wise. Like, um, yeah. And a bunch of you have already asked me if I'm going to be creating things for children or for men, which is very interesting, but I think we're going to focus just on the females for now. So get on the wait list and I look forward to dropping these very soon. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like, I think, I think, you know, we have a long way to go for a lot of these new products that are coming out. Um, and this is such a new field as well that it totally makes sense that we, we don't know the full effects. And, and, um, like you said, like at least things are loosening up a bit and we're going to be able to do more research so we can get results. Um, just a question I was thinking of now. So it's so interesting that we have this plant hemp and it corresponds to this <laughs> yeah. system in our body. Like, are there other plants that also have canna- cannabinoids in them? Cannab- cannabinoids, yes. Or is it just hemp? And like, I just, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's, good. that's a great question. Um, there are actually found in some other plants too. Uh, okay. Copaiba is one too that will stimulate your cannabinoid receptors inside your body. Um, the thing is, I don't, there's not a plant. Um, in the world that is, is concentrated in these cannabinoids as hemp and cannabis. 
Like it is by far the most concentrated plant, right? And I think that, you know, from what I understand, most of the pharmaceuticals are derived off like molecules or compounds that are found in plants in nature, right? And they've kind of mm-hmm. concentrated them for a certain specific reason or w- whatever they're trying to achieve, right? And so like for Kapiba and some of the other plants that have, you know, lower cannabinoids, probably why you don't see them on the market as much is because, you know, it's very small to get the same effect as what you would in cannabis, right? And now that cannabis has picked up popularity, um, cost of came down and it's made it more affordable for to get a good dose of these cannabinoids, right? Um, for your body without, you know, I think if we went to Kapiba, it would take a lot more um, and they're not just set up as much, right? So, mm-hmm. but there are other plants that do contain cannabinoids, Um that will respond to our receptor sites in our body. Um, but none of them are found as cannabis. Mm -hmm. I just find it so fascinating that there's this plant that responds to our body and the plant that is the most potent is one that was illegal and is still illegal in many, many places and was scrutinized for using for so many years. Like I, I just like my, my mind just doesn't understand. I feel like I'm missing a piece of the puzzle here of like, Why, why was it so banned for so long when if you just look in the human body, we actually have, we have receptors for the molecules that are in that very plant. Like we don't have that with other plants, like, like, like cocaine or other drugs, right? Like it's not like that. So it's just mind boggling that like, I mean, at least we're moving forward from that. Yeah, and, exactly. That's, you know, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's becoming much more um, chill and accepted and, and like all of these different things. So it's just Agreed. very interesting when we look back on history. Anyway. No, um, I find that as well. Yeah. And th- I would like to point out too that that is one of the major reasons why I got into cannabis too, right? Because I was saying I'm, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma and um, in the middle of the United States in the Bible Belt and cannabis we were taught was the devil's lettuce right mm. <laughs> they, people would prefer in high school that you go out drinking with friends and to ever smoke a joint or ever take a hit of cannabis like mm-hmm. that was just a, the worst thing you could almost do right out of all the drugs yeah. which is just nuts from what we know now right and I, I just feel like so i grew up around that stigma in fact when i started using cannabis and since i was younger it was highly illegal in oklahoma too so it was a big decision that like all right we tried a lot of other things for sleeping and and works but it's not working so it was a big risk for us to to try it because it was actually illegal at the time Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's it's now i'm so passionate like because i've grew up around that stigma and i have i had the natural tendencies to you know to fight it right um and i I want people to know that you know there is a big stigma around it's changing um and if if you're you know especially that older generation that really grew up with like the brain on mm-hmm. drugs and you know like the all that kind of stuff that the the commercials the dare commercials they used to do and everything on tv um I, I think that sometimes they're hesitant because they're like oh no um you know i've heard this was bad and really for the older population that is by far from the research i've seen is the the biggest potential benefits right and mm-hmm. I, I kind of mentioned that earlier just when we're young our if our system's healthy and in working we're able to to deal with stress and, you know, things a little bit easier as we're younger and growing up versus when we get older and have more stressors piled on top and more things and kids and stuff like that. It's when it really starts to slow down our endocannabinoid system. And that's where hemp and cannabis I've seen just make miraculous um, changes in people's life like overnight. Um, So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a, I agree. I'm big on the stigma and I want people to encourage it. Like, you know, 
I know that was out there and it's hard, <laughs> especially people that were tied in down in religion and stuff like that around it, which was mm-hmm. misused. And I was part of that, uh, you know, getting taught that same thing, you know, you got to, if it's something that's leading to you and calling for you, it is definitely a magical plant when done right. And, um, it's not the whole, you know, now with the CBD, um, and hemp, it's not just like getting high, right? Like it's, uh, mm-hmm. with the CBD product and taking a, a full spectrum product, it's more relaxing and, and, and focused, right? It's not a, I'm out of it and I'm high. Um, if you took enough of the THC, like at a, from a dispensary or something, then I'm sure you would get there. Right. But for our products, and there's a lot of safe products out there that are, you know, very, very, uh, they, they don't, they're, they're very low risk, I would say. Right. But have a potential yeah. for a very, very high benefit for someone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I, I really, I'm really proud and happy that the stigma is, um, it's just becoming better. Like it's definitely not fully gone, but it will, I think it will be in, you know, 10, 20 years. Um, especially as like millennials and, and younger folk kind of get older and, um, yeah. And I, I don't know where I learned this, but I was watching, it might've been a Netflix documentary and it was talking about the history of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was saying how even the word marijuana is like associated and tied with like, uh, the history of the plant and like not in a good way. And in yeah. terms of like racial history and racism and like all of these things. And this word kind of started getting used in order to, uh, create stigma and, and kind mm-hmm. of, uh, put people down. And so the very PC word to say, and, and the, and the correct word now is cannabis. And ever since I learned that, I was like, just mind blown at the history of this plant. Um, uh-huh. and yeah. And I, again, like I'm happy we're moving past that. Um, but it's, it's one of the most fascinating histories of plants that I think we have today. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it's been used for thousands of years. I think they've dated it back to think it's 5,000 BC. Um, yeah. that the Chinese were using, um, medicinal cannabis. Um, and it was a big part of their routine, <laughs> you know what I mean? Of, mm-hmm. of having to help, helping to heal people. And so, um, yeah, there's other parts around the world where cannabis has been used for, you know, thousands of years. Um, and it's an amazing plant. Like I said, it's, it's a very unique plant that has, um, cannabinoids that bind specifically with our body in times of need. So it, it's like really mm-hmm. timely and, and I feel like divine in a way too, um, yeah. right now as well. But yeah, it's an amazing plant and it is sad that after so many thousands of years of being beneficial to people that it got caught up in political things. And I believe it was, you know, a lot to have to do with it's all money, right? <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. with, with other, you know, hemp for instance is a, could be, and I think will be an amazing, uh, industrial crop, right. For building materials and things, right. There's so many different uses for it. Right. And if we look at it, like to give you some people perspective, like we, we all know a tree takes forever to grow like a new tree, right. Where Mm -hmm. hemp grows up to, you know, industrial 10, 15, 20 foot tall. Um, and they're huge stocks and they provide a lot of building material and they grow within like a four or five month cycle. (laughs) <laughs> and they grow wow. very easily. Right. And then another big thing too, is like, I think it was something, and I don't want to get the exact quote or the wrong, but I think it was like 70 to 80% less water that we have to use to water hemp versus like cotton and other you yeah. know, crops we're using. Right. And so we're using more water. These other crops are not necessarily making sense or the wood and industries and stuff. But I feel like right now 
they have the strongholds um, in, in Washington and rules and it's made it slower um, on top of just the fact that, you know, like the, the wood industry has been around forever. And so they've developed an entire kind of system to be able to, you know, create all types of building materials out of wood. Right. And mm-hmm. those systems don't just switch over to hemp right away. Right. So it takes some groundwork and some um, time for some, you know, entrepreneurs and people to get in there and, and build solutions um, for hemp. And that's happening. It's been happening for like three to five years, but it's a slow process. Like the wood thing didn't, you know, the wood industry didn't pop up overnight. Neither does this one. It takes a while to get good and efficient at it. But I do believe in the next five to 10 years, and I know a lot of people working on this, um, hemp's going to be a huge viable source for us for like, you know, building materials, insulation, hempcrete, um, you know, feeding animals. There's like so many different uses that it can be used, right? But we're just trying to get used to um, uh, making systems and things so that we can produce these products for people. But it, it's going to be huge. Yeah, hemp has a great, and, and cannabis in general, uh, history around it. I want to interrupt this podcast today to talk to you about one of my favorite new biohacking tech products. Um, It is called Sensate, and basically it stimulates and tones the vagus nerve. I've tried a few different ways of doing this, a few different products, and Sensate is easily my favorite one simply because it works right away and you can actually feel the difference. So how it works is you place it over your neck and it rests on your chest and it connects to an app. And through that, you pick a session and certain sounds and vibrations will play. So when you're on your couch and you lean against the back, um, it leans against your chest and it vibrates. And this vibration is what stimulates the vagus nerve, which is really, really important for stress management, having a calm mind. Um, also like the communication between the gut and the brain as well is a lot of it is done through the vagus nerve. So it's actually very, very important. Um, and it's really cool to use something like sensate that stimulates this when we're probably not stimulating it enough naturally throughout the day. So if you're looking for something that is relatively new and a way to manage stress and just feel happier and calmer throughout your day, that isn't through, you know, a supplement or, um, you know, eating a certain way, but it's just something that like works within minutes. Sensate is definitely, definitely for you. Trust me, I use mine every single day. Um, I'm actually going to be making a video very soon on how I use it and post that on my social media as well. So look out for that. Um, if you want to try Sensate, I really, really recommend it. You can go to their website, which is getsensate.com um, and slash biohackingbrittany and use my discount code biohackingbrittany for a percentage off. Um, I always ask for these discounts, discount codes for you guys because I really want you to try everything that I get to try. So definitely uh, give it a go and yeah, let me know what you think. That's getsensate.com slash biohacking, Brittany. Yeah, I um, so I'm developing uh, EMF blocking underwear for women. And nice. right now I have a fabric. Um, but when I originally was looking to source a fabric, I was actually looking for hemp. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a mixture of like hemp, spandex, and silver, because silver is like anti, uh, it blocks radiation and it's antimicrobial as well. Um, 
and it doesn't exist. And so what I actually want to do is as like my long-term vision with this part of my company is I actually want to create my own fabric and base it off of hemp because like you said, it is such a sustainable resource Mm -hmm. um, and it's much better for the environment compared to trying to use something like organic bamboo or organic cotton that might have less chemicals, but require so much water that it's absurd yeah, and it's not really yeah. environmentally friendly. So I I, yeah, I'm very much leaning towards hemp uh, in the future in the next couple of years. And um, I'm hoping to see more hemp kind of products come out as well. I agree. I'm hoping to as well. I'm hoping in the clothing and stuff, there'll be more and more. And I'm excited that uh, you're looking at hemp and I'd be happy mm-hmm. to try to connect you with people that I know as well, or just to, you know, I, I want more and more people to use it. Right. I feel like it's, um, for so many different reasons, <laughs> it's really good for us. And like, it's good for our environment too. You know, it's, it's more sustainable. It's less impact, um, overall. And it's extremely healing, right. Um, mm-hmm. if used in the right way, you know, and I think that's the thing with any plant, with any substance, with food, with anything, it can be abused. Um, and I see that a lot mm-hmm. with cannabis, right. People abusing it and abusing it being, I would say, you know, there, there might be trading one addiction for another, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, but it's still right. an addiction and you know, that needs to be addressed, but I, I definitely, um, yeah, it's an amazing plant when used in the right way. And so, um, that's part of what I'm, my goal is, is to help educate and, um, you know, get this out there as much as possible. So people use more hemp, <laughs> you know, in general. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know you, I know you developed a new product recently, um, for animals. So it's called mm-hmm. pet potion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a puppy who is nuts sometimes. <laughs> and, um, so I've, I've been giving it to him and, yeah, I just like, what have you seen around that? And, and why did you decide to also create something for, for pets? Sure. Well, I think it goes down to like, like we, like I mentioned earlier, as humans, we have an endocannabinoid system and it's at our bodies, but that's actually true with all vertebrates and, and animals and everything. So there's like all animals mostly have, <laughs> um, endocannabinoid system as well. Right. And so it's like an evolutionary change. It's been hardwired into our system forever. Um, and that's why I feel like it's one of the most primal, uh, important systems inside our body. Right. And so that's no different from pets either. And, um, pets see tremendous results, um, from using, you know, hemp and cannabis, uh, I would say, you know, for dogs and, and cats or animals that are getting older, it's just like in humans, um, we produce less cannabinoids. So we definitely, you know, internally. So we need to supplement with them or have a higher chance of that. Um, but yeah, any dogs that have, or any, I'm sorry, pets that have, um, you know, are getting older, they're getting, having pain Mm. or they're, um, seeing inflammation or they're maybe a little anxious or nervous and just really excited. Right. And they're (laughs) they're trying to calm down. That's where I've seen wonders with, uh, you know, CBD and, and hemp products with, with pets. Um, so yeah, I was very passionate. I have, my girlfriend has a, um, 15 year old chihuahua about to turn 16 and you know we she was driving out from california and about a 14 15 hour drive and her dog gets severe anxiety in the car like just screams and like and this is a 15 hour drive so it was happening and she brought the cbd and basically you know just kept dosing him with it and you know after about 15 minutes or 10 minutes of him being upset he relaxed and pretty much chilled the whole way (laughs) <laughs> so it, it's like it really does work amazing i've seen my pets just like it does on humans in the same way and so yeah yeah that's the inspiration for the product 
Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and definitely so useful, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether it's helpful. a, whether it's a puppy or an older, um, animal who has pain, uh, definitely, definitely so useful. Um, so we have a discount code for everyone listening. It's biohacking Brittany. If you want to try their products, I highly, highly recommend them. Um, and where can people find you and connect with you? And yeah. Sure. The uh, uh, website is www.thealchemist, and that's spelled T-H-E-A-L-C-H-E-M-P-I-S-T.com. And I'm sure we can include that in like the notes or something like that yeah. as well for the site. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would say for anyone that has been thinking about cannabis or hemp or has tried it and not seen as much results, I'd be happy. Um, we're great at answering questions. Just reach out on our site, our chat, um, and we're, we're really quick to help. And we can answer any of your questions um, and, and really, like, I think kind of help educate you. Just make sure you make the right decision. Because like I, I said earlier, like hemp and cannabis is not necessarily for everybody um, at every point in their life, right? And so mm-hmm. we kind of help people decipher and, and work with dosage recommendations and kind of work with them on that as well, just so that um, they see the best results, right? And so, yeah, check us out on there and please um, ask any questions and we're happy to help. Amazing. Yeah, I will put all of that in the show notes and on my website um, so people can easily find you. And yeah, thanks for coming on. I really, I really enjoyed this discussion and, and learned a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany. I really appreciate you having me on. Um, Yeah. And and appreciate the uh, opportunity. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me if you'd like me to respond. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have a question about your health, my DMs are always open and I'm currently taking new clients. Thanks and see you next time.